This is Alive with Joseph. Amen. We have been looking at a series I started that is titled New Wine for Marvelous Help. We are on number three tonight. Let's begin from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 18. It says, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. When God freed you from the law, he did that so that you can be married to the Holy Spirit. And listen, friends, if you are under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you are no longer under the law. The law does not have relevance where the Spirit of God is in charge. So if you are married to the Spirit of God, then you are divorced from the law. And if you are under the Spirit, you are not under the law. According to Galatians chapter 5, God freed you from the law so that you can be fully and totally married to the Spirit. When you study further the books of the, the book of Galatians chapter 5, it explains to us the fruits of the Spirit, which are the children you give birth to as a result of your union with the Holy Spirit. Let's read Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. All of these are the outcome of your marriage to the Holy Spirit. The law cannot produce the fruits of the Spirit. These fruits cannot be produced when a man or a woman is under the law. The law has no capacity to produce love. It has no capacity to produce peace. It has no capacity to produce faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, joy. It has no capacity for that. So the law of Moses has no capacity to produce the fruit of the Spirit. When you study the Bible very well, you will discover that the law of Moses was given on a table of stones and it was given to the Jews as a standard. It was given to them as a standard. Now through new birth, you have been divorced from that law you have been divorced from that law to be married to the spirit of the living god so that you can produce fruits unto god listen friends your relationship with the holy spirit produces fruits of the spirit what produces fruit of the spirit is your relationship with the holy spirit fruits of the spirit are the evidence of your relationship with the holy spirit you are married to the holy spirit as a believer in the old covenant the holy spirit couldn't dwell in the people then he couldn't dwell in them why because they were not married to the new covenant they were married to the old covenant they were married to the law and based on their marriage to the law the spirit could not dwell inside of them the spirit could not dwell inside of them in the old covenant 
None of them were sons. They were all servants. So friends, sonship is for the new covenant. Jesus, the Bible tells us, was the first to be the son of God. That was why in the book of John chapter 3, the Bible talks about Jesus being the only begotten son. He was the first to be the son of God. He was the first. Before he died, he was the only son. But after his death, he became the first begotten son. John 3.16 says he was the only son. That was before his death. After his death, Jesus became the first begotten son. In the book of First Timothy, go with me to the book of First Timothy, chapter three, verse sixteen. Go with me to the book of First Timothy, chapter three, verse sixteen. Actually, before you go to the book of First Timothy, chapter three, verse sixteen, we'll return back there. I would like you to see something in Galatians chapter four, verse six. The birth of Jesus Christ changed his status from the only son to becoming the first to be born. His death added to God many sons and that includes you and I in the new covenant you are a son who serves his father look at what God did in Galatians chapter 4 verse 6 it says and because you are sons God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying out Abba father listen friends you have the spirit of sonship in you because in the new covenant there is the spirit of sonship you are the new creation and because you are the new creation you have the spirit of sonship on the inside of you do you know friends the greatest miracle ever produced on the planet earth is the new creation whoever believes the bible says will have everlasting life or will have eternal life and what is eternal life eternal life is the very life of god it is the zoe of god living in a human being listen friends eternal life is mortality carrying immortality and that is the greatest miracle that has ever happened to the planet earth the regeneration of a sinner becoming a son of god is the greatest miracle on the planet earth the greatest miracle on the planet earth is humanity carrying divinity that is why friends the greatest miracle that can ever happen to anyone on this planet earth is to be born again why because when you become born again you are carrying divinity in your mortal body when you become born again it is the totality of the godhead that has come to live on your mortal body that is why friends you cannot be born again and go to hell why because hellfire cannot contain eternal life when you became born again it was a transition from darkness into light new birth was a resurrection you cannot carry resurrection and enter hellfire a person that is born again cannot go to hell why because a born again person is carrying eternal life and eternal life means all of 
God living in a human container. Come on, shout, I carry eternal life. Let me hear you say boldly, I carry eternal life. If you believe it, shout that amen like a believer. Give Jesus praise. Eternal life is the whole of divinity living in a person. It is, the, it is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit coming to live in a human being. And Jesus said this in John chapter 14 verse 23. He said, and he answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. That was what happened at new birth. When you got born again, Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, they all came into you and made their home your life. Hallelujah. So Jesus was simply explaining to us here that, you know, you are carrying the Godhead. Heaven and all of heaven's resources has come to occupy you, a mortal person. That is to say, as you are walking, you are a carrier of eternity. Anywhere you enter, eternity has entered that place. Anywhere you enter, divinity has entered the place. That is why, friends, when you enter a place, the place ought to experience a transformation. Why? because the carrier of eternity has entered the place and when eternity invades a place that place is bound to experience a transformation listen to me friends I declare over you tonight by because of your presence in that family I command your family to experience a transformation I command your destiny to bring forth a transformation in that office in that business in that family, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, let me hear your amen like a believer. Boldly declare, I carry eternity. Therefore, I bring transformation wherever I go. Give Jesus your highest praise tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to the, first, the book of 1 Timothy I spoke about earlier on. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. It says... Follow me carefully. It says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world. Hey! Great is the mystery of godliness. That is, the greatest miracle on this planet earth is the regenerated. Listen friends, when Jesus went to hell, Jesus, when Jesus went to hell, Jesus didn't go to hell with eternal life. Jesus, when he went to hell, he didn't go to hell with eternal life. He went to hell with human life. When Jesus went to hell, he went to hell with human life because that was what hell had the capacity to carry. That was what hell could accommodate. Listen, friends. Hell cannot accommodate eternal life. Hell cannot 
accommodate the life of God. That was why when Jesus went to hell, he went to hell with human life. He also went to hell with sin. That was why hell could receive him. That was why hell could receive Jesus. Why? Number one, he went to hell with human life, not eternal life. Number two, he went to hell with sin. Hell have no capacity to accommodate eternal life. Listen to me, friends. If Jesus had entered hell with eternal life, listen and listen well, all the torment of hell and the fire in hell will have disappeared because when eternity invades a place, there is bound to be transformation. I don't know the hell you are going through by the eternal life you carry on the inside of you. I command right now, let that be a transformation in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give Jesus praise tonight. When Jesus went to hell, he went with human life, not eternal life, because if he had entered with eternal life, all of the torment, all of the fire in hell will have disappeared. Why? Hell cannot accommodate eternal life. That was why, friends, listen to this, on the third day, when the Holy Spirit entered Jesus, Jesus rose from the dead and exited the land of the dead. Immediately, he was a brand new man. That was why when Mary saw him and Mary came to touch him, he stopped her and said, this was not the man you knew who entered hell. This is a brand new man. This is now the first begotten from the Father. Give Jesus praise tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, capacity. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 5. Go with me to Hebrews 5 5. It says, So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. So that means there was a day Jesus was born again. He said, today have I begotten you. Listen, friends, hell cannot receive a born-again child of God. That is why when you get born again, you cannot go to hell. Why? The life of God has entered on the inside of you, and hell cannot accommodate eternal life. And Jesus actually said something. When you study very well in the book of Psalm 66, Psalm 16, verse 10 to 11, listen to what the psalmist says. It says here, for thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thy only one to see corruption. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. He said, you will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will you suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Friends, when Jesus rose, you were with him. 
When he rose, he rose with you. God planted eternity in your heart at the point of regeneration. Why? Because when Jesus rose, he rose with eternal life. And anyone who believes in him automatically receives that eternal life. Give Jesus praise tonight. Hallelujah. So friends, eternity is not a location. Eternity is not a, a destination. Eternity is in your heart. You are a custodian of eternity. What is eternity? Eternity is the totality of divinity packaged into humans. Eternity is the totality of divinity packaged into you. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 9 to 11. Go with me there. It says, what profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen God giving task with which the sons of men are to be occupied. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. He has put eternity in their hearts. Listen, friends, when you walk, eternity walks. When you walk into a place, eternity has entered the place. When you walk in, the eternal, by the reason of you being born again, have entered into that place. Listen, friends, you need to understand that you are an eternal being. By the virtue of you being born again, you are an eternal being. You carry eternity. You are a dispenser of eternity. Give Jesus praise tonight. Go with me again to Galatians chapter 5 verse 4. Galatians chapter 5 verse 4. I read it says, You have become a strength from Christ. You who are tempted to be justified by law, you are falling from grace. What does what is brother Paul trying to tell us here? When you brother Paul is trying to say to us here, when you try to justify yourself by the law, he said, you are falling from grace. So falling from grace is not when you sin. Falling from grace is when you try to run your life by the dictates of the law when you try to justify yourself by the law under the law a demand is made on you but under the grace of god you are supplied so the new wine i'm talking about the new wine the new wine the new wine i said all of that to say this the new wine cannot come upon anyone that is under the law the new wine only comes upon a person who has been justified by grace luke chapter 5 verse 37 the new wine cannot come upon a man a woman under the law that was why under the law they could not accommodate the holy spirits when the prophets of old needed to prophesy the spirit will come upon them for that moment after the prophecy the spirit leaves why because the new wine cannot be accommodated in a container that is under the law the new wine is a promise of the father to those who are under the covenant of grace so the new wine cannot be accommodated in a container under the law luke 5 verse 37 i read 
This is Jesus speaking. He said, no one puts new wine into old wine skin or else the new wine will bust the wine skin and be spilled and the wine skin will be ruined. Old wine skin is the law. Jesus speaking here, he was referring to the law as old wine skin. He said, the new wine is the grace of God. The new wine is the spirit that comes via the grace of God. Jesus was saying, you can't take what the grace of God has brought, who is the Holy Spirit, and put him in an old wine skin. You cannot put the new wine in an old wine skin. Consigning the old, the Bible makes it clear that even God himself finds fault in the old. So listen friends, you cannot take the the new wine and puts the new wine in an old wine skin. What is the old wine skin? Old wine skin is the law. The new wine is the Holy Spirit that has come through the grace of God. And that is why friends, you listening to me that you are born again. It means you have the capacity to carry the new wine. You have what it takes to carry the new wine. Why? Because you are now a new wine skin and as a result, the new wine can come on the inside of you and overflow and bring forth increase around you hallelujah listen to me friends you must understand that you are a container of the new wine you are a container of the new wine consigning the old god himself found fault he found fault in the old what was the fault that god found in the old covenant it was that a perfect law listen the law was perfect but a perfect law was given to imperfect people to keep and they couldn't keep it as a result of them not being able to keep the perfect law given to them they were constantly under condemnation they were constantly under guilt they were always disqualified to approach god and listen god felt that i can no longer do this listen to what god now said in romans chapter 8 verse 3 to 4 listen for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit that was why friends those who lived under the law couldn't please God because the flesh does not have the capacity to keep the perfect law God had to send his son Jesus Christ to come and condemn sin in his flesh. He rendered sin powerless in his flesh. That is why you cannot be marvelously helped if you do not understand what Jesus has accomplished on your behalf. Listen friends. Jesus did it all for you. Can I hear you say loud and clear? Jesus did it all for me. Say it again boldly. Jesus did it all for me. If you believe it, let me hear your amen like a believer. Hallelujah. 
He said, no one puts new wine into old wine skin, according to Luke 5.37. The old cannot contain the new. Why? The old was written on the tablets of stone, but the new is a person. The new is a person. The law was given to Moses, but the Bible makes it clear that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. That tells me that grace and truth is a person. Jesus Christ is the grace and the truth of God manifested in human flesh. That is why the scripture says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The knowledge of this truth that has manifested in the flesh is what delivers your freedom freely. Listen, friends, when Jesus came, he brought salvation alongside with him. Jesus came to seek and to save those who have been lost. Listen, friends, Jesus did it all for you. Hallelujah. Amen. As I begin to find somewhere to close it here, let me paint a better picture for you. In Matthew chapter 17, from verse 1 to 8, Matthew 17, from verse 1 to 8, and I'll release you. Let's, let me paint a better picture. I read, now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud, saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Come and say, I see Jesus. Open your mouth and declare, say, I see Jesus. They saw no one else but Jesus only. Declare it again, say, I see Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me break it down and I pray for you. Three dispensations appeared in this scripture. Three dispensations appeared all at once in Matthew 17. Moses was a dispensation of the law. Elijah was a dispensation of the prophets and Jesus was the dispensation of the new covenant of grace. So the law and prophet, when they appeared and Peter was trying to say, you know, let's put all of them side by side. Let's put the law, let's put the prophet and the new covenant of grace side by side. As he was still speaking, they all disappeared. A voice came from heaven and began to talk to them. Why? Listen, the law and the prophet left because Peter was trying to compare the law and the prophet to the new covenant of grace. Listen, the law and the prophet cannot be compared to the new covenant of grace. And immediately the voice, which was the voice of God, began to say, This is my beloved son. Hear only him. That is to say, friends, your help is in you. Hearing my beloved son. Why? Because all your help is in Jesus.
Jesus. Hear only him. All your marvelous help that I have for you in 2021 is in my son Jesus Christ. So hear only him. Listen to me friends. When other things will make noise this year. Kapayana. When the pandemic will be making noise this year. The way it is making already. I want you to understand. Don't hear those noises. Don't hear those rumors. Don't hear those fear. Hear only Jesus. What is Jesus saying? Because friends. Whatever Jesus is saying. That is the truth. The law appeared. The prophets appeared. And the covenant of grace appeared. And the two had to disappear. Why? Because the voice of the Lord. Is the strongest in the midst of every confusion. Listen to me child of God. When the devil will make noise this year. Don't listen to him. When the situation around you will make noise this year. Don't listen to them. When all the things around you will be making noise. Don't listen to them. Only hear Jesus. Only see Jesus. Because in him you live. In him you move. In him you have your being. Shout I see Jesus. Give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website www.alivewithjoseph.com as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel Alive with Joseph Ngocha. Till next time, God bless.